Welcome back to another episode of Right Angle Donuts. I'm Steph, and tonight we got the usual cast. We've got Hello. House and Unser. What's up? Along with myself, I actually am a part of this one. I was invited <laughs> to partake. So, so what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're, you're speaking of. Nobody told me either. So um, I mentioned it to House the other night that uh, you're right. I don't always listen, and I very rarely listen to the end of the episode, but I actually did on your guys' <laughs> mini episode, so I appreciate the uh, apology. Yeah, you know we love you, Yeah, but you're a cat person, you're not so a dog true. person, so if we're going to talk about dogs, why would... Yeah, but the best dog movie of all time is a Wes Anderson flick, so... I mentioned yeah, and we discussed it. I know, but so, and, and in actually, your, in your honor, I will say... For those that listened to that mini episode that was an hour long, um, everyone, <laughs> Benji would have been on my list. I loved Benji growing up. So, <laughs> except when the mountain lion showed up and I had to hide behind the couch because I was really scared. Yeah, it makes sense. But uh, yeah, you know, maybe that's what they need out in the woods and like where mountain lions are prevalent. Um, they just need some couches. Is a little ragamuffin dog. I'm pretty sure if you just you know stand behind a couch mm. mountain lions are like well nobody's there so yeah i guess i'll move on and won't kill anything no so anyway no i really liked it i thought it was a good episode so, so. you guys did all right well, but i'm glad we to be back. we're glad to have you back too we did yeah we did miss you it's just not That's the same true. without you so but anyway well that's not no. what we're here to talk about no. what are we going to um, talk about tonight Tonight we're going to focus on uh, the year 2000 Ooh, with big movies year. And, and music. This is Pretty a big, big year for all of us. And it was a big year for me. So. I graduated high school in 2000. Oh, good so for you. It was, it was a big year Huge. for me. Our graduating yeah. class, our, the song for our graduation was voted on, and I did not vote for this one, but it was Vitamin C's Class of oh, 2000. Jesus. So, Ooh, how sad is uh, that? I think pretty much everybody's song was that that year. It was either that or uh, Green Day's time of my life, but it w- had been that like the previous yep. two years. So, House, do you remember what your graduating song was? I'd have to. Mine like, was the time of your life, to, uh, the Green Day song mm-hmm. in '98. Yep. Everybody's was, yeah. Okay, well then that would yeah. have been on mine too. I would assume I th- it was on it the was, ballot for sure. us, but it didn't win. Vitamin C won, unfortunately. Fuck. Yeah, well, we're we're really glad that you graduated high school and made something of yourself. Hey. So, good job. Thanks, man. But before we uh, start talking about movies and music, we like to go around the uh, around the horn and talk about what we're drinking, what we're uh, been cooking, and maybe something new that you've been watching, <laughs> movie series or new music that you've been listening yes. to. Let's go around the horn. Well, let's start with House. House well, it's going to be of no surprise to you two gentlemen that I'm drinking a very nice box of wine. 
I'm glad that uh, on the episode that I missed too, you decided to bust out. Yeah, the good it was a stuff, bottle of Silverado. So. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> hey, it's a Monday night, and everybody's suffering from coronavirus. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, definitely drink them if you got. So them. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm doing the beer is going to be the next thing that we run out of. So, I, beer and wine and liquor and. I, Everybody's going to start hoarding it like with their, to go with their toilet I think paper. We're going to be okay. Uh, I hope. Um, and then, in terms of what I'm eating, so as I mentioned earlier before we started, Keenan and I did a wing challenge, a mini wing challenge, to as a precursor for the lake. And there were some pretty hot, uh, hot sauces that we did. One was called Dragon in the Clouds. Ooh, that sounds. It good. was. One of the hottest things that I've ever eaten, but the hottest one was Da Bomb. And in, when Keenan and I ate that one, uh, our ears started hurting. It was that hot. <laughs> like, well, that's the one. See, none it, of that it, sounds appealing. The Bomb, from all. the hot, hot ones that I've seen, the Bomb doesn't taste No, it good. tastes horrible. And okay. not only does it taste horrible. That does sound appealing. Uh, I put just a little dab on my chicken wing, and Keenan went a little overzealous on his. And upon <laughs> that doesn't sound like him at all. Bite, like it was excruciating, and I really did get that euphoric wave. Where for a second there, I was like, "What? Where am I?" Like it was incredibly intense. It's yes. that hot? I'm not joking. Okay, I look forward so to it. So that one, uh, so Da Bomb and Dragon in the Clouds, wicked hot. And I think they're probably pretty comparable. Dragon in the Clouds probably isn't as hot as Da Bomb, but they're both whew, pretty brutal. Um, and then in terms of what I am listening to, um, there's actually, so the new Trivium is getting ready to come out, and so uh, they have a new single out called Catastrophist, and I think it's pretty good. So, um, my top three. And barring yeah. everything getting back on track, we're going to go see Trivium in, what, October? The Lamb of God and In Flames. Lamb of God and In Flames and Megadeth? Yes. I'm not a big yeah. Trivium fan. I've never really listened to oh, them. Oh, I though, love them. But, uh, they're great. They're kind of a throw-in for me with those others. So, I, I look forward You're to seeing them. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. Well, that's anything that you're uh, watching mm, recently? Not really. Um, I've yeah. mostly just, just music. I, all the movies that I've watched recently, I've already mentioned on previous podcasts, so I don't want to go through those. I do want to watch 1917. Sure. I haven't bought it yet, but if there's any, if there's any movie that I'm anticipating to watch, it's going to be that one. That's ironic. I'm actually, uh, that's what I was going to talk is about. Is it? So. It's a pretty long one, I'll right? I'll kind of touch base on it a little bit. So I want to see yeah, it. I've not seen it it's either. It's about two hours, but uh, I'll, I'll kind of discuss it a little bit more once we get around well, around the it. horn, as they say. Yeah, you're up. So, let's talk about it. Oh, am yeah. I? What do you oh, start wow. off with? What are you drinking? Water. Well, Don't disappoint you know, the listeners. I, I really went crazy, and I'm just drinking water tonight. So I got an early morning tomorrow, and uh, do we serve water? It's in only eight thirty so. right now. You could at least so. get one down in you and be fine. That's incredibly lame. I probably could, but it's a little <laughs> far away, so I'd have to stand up, and walk, all of these things. I'm quarantined <laughs> right now, so I'm, no. oh, I, I can't get up and walk across the across the kitchen okay, over so there. So, so no, so I'm drinking I might lame water. There, so, but yeah. I'm, 
taking it easy, Lame drinking water. some water. But as far as what I'm uh, what I'm cooking, um, this is going to be pretty sacrilegious to say, but uh, over the weekend, I used my Instapot and made uh, ribs. Oh, that and is horrible. They were so good. I would never have <laughs> admitted that. Oh my god, they were so good. <laughs> and it took 35 minutes to make like that is from so start lame. to finish mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's so bad and like i i was so embarrassed just throughout the whole process until i started eating them and they were so just so, so you're drinking lame so, water and you cooked ribs in the lamest way possible okay so there's a thing here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah there's definitely um yeah it wasn't a proud moment for me but god they okay were did really you put good. sauce on them so uh, well, no, I mean, I play, I seasoned the, the piss out of them with uh, some meat church uh, spices. I blended that with some of the cosmos. That sounds like a waste uh, of good spices. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It, I'm not kidding. Like, I I understand, and I absolutely love smoked ribs. They were probably over. Yeah, I was just going to say, let too, me cast, fall off so, the bone. No, they were the, they were the yeah. perfect bite. Like you could see the teeth marks in there. Mm-hmm. Your teeth. It marks. was. It was really do you, good. Do you think so. you could have turned them in at the KCBS competition and and got a top five? I think maybe not a top. You probably five. would have been disqualified, to be honest. They would have popped well, nuts and said, "Nope, but, get out of here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't a proud moment. I don't know. For you me, sound but, pretty mal- proud about it. Yeah, thirty-five minutes though, dude. Like it was nothing, and they were done, and they were perfect. In... Okay. Yeah, that's kind of like saying that so, the air fryer makes the best fries. They do. Nah, they make the best. I disagree yes, the with best that fries. too. I no. do like our air fryer, I, but I, I don't think that fryer. they're the best fries. Yeah. I won't say that. Oh man, I've got these frozen potato wedges that I got from a previous employer that I uh, will. Are they steak naming, fries? Uh, that they got. No, they're like no, potato those are, wedges. Those are just as bad. So they're. So they're breaded. Yeah, but oh man, they're put those in the air fryer. For okay, minutes. so and then right, I made we my have, own. So let's recap. Oh, so so good. Back on track. Oh, so you good. cooked lame ribs, <laughs> and now you want to eat lame freaking fries in a lame <laughs> air fryer. Yeah, actually, ironically, I had the fries with the. I bet ironically you were listening to Anna, no. Alanis Morissette while you were eating all that shit too, weren't you? Yeah, it, it was pretty ironic. What? I will was say it, that. Was it raining on so, your way? So, what lame music? Jesus. <laughs> yes. What lame music are Alanis you listening Morissette. to, or what lame shows are you watching? Well, besides uh, <laughs> Alanis Morissette on repeat, um, I actually did uh, just a couple of days ago watch 1917. And was it awesome? And it was really good, but I don't know if I would put it. On like my top five really? okay. war movies. Oh, now really? the cinematography on there, where it the entire movie is cut, as in it is For one real? single shot, mm-hmm. is yeah, oh yeah, just that's amazing. Yeah, and and from that standpoint, it was just hmm. unbelievable. Like I was just blown away by that whole the like you kind of since I knew that going into it, I was really trying to see if I could catch where something, you know, changed Got spliced or, or and I couldn't find anything but, you know, 15 20 minutes into it, I wasn't even paying attention to that. I was just it was just it was amazing from that standpoint. That's why I, sure. that's one reason I want to watch it. 
So yeah, and I I definitely would recommend it specifically for that. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad movie. Storyline was good. Um, just not a lot of action. So it really was a lot of you know this character going through this whole you know uh, task or mm-hmm. mission that he had to accomplish on there, which was you know ridiculous for him to be forced to do that. Um, and it's based on a true That's story. That's what I was going to gonna ask. It is in based World on a true War story. I. Okay. Yeah. So. And Sam Mendes is the director, so. which he's done quite a few great movies. Yeah. I From, from that standpoint, I really was, uh, it was just awesome. So, and I actually just finished uh, uh, The Man on the High Castle on Amazon Prime. Um, there's like four or five seasons of that. And I just finished that one hmm. too. And that one's really good. Nice. Um, I like that one a lot. That's one of those. Gets a little sci-fi at times, just because it talks about a uh, a different uh, an al- alternate universe where Germany won the war. Oh wow! And so USA is, is split up into kind of three areas where Germany kind of has all of the East Coast, um, kind of up to Colorado-ish, <laughs> where it's kind of the neutral zone, and then all the West Coast is all Japan. And so the different cultures that, you know, are kind of over intertwined and, and just, um, yeah. So, but again, then it's an alternate universe. So it gets a little, you know, ridiculous where they go to the real reality. And then, so anyway, it was really good. I enjoyed it, but, uh, you know, you it's <laughs> five seasons long, so you definitely have to start at the beginning and, Take your time. So might take you a day or two. I'll just say that. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so highly recommend 1917. I think you guys will like it a lot, um, especially from the cinematography standpoint. I will so. watch it. All right, Stat, well, what about yes, you? What are what you drinking? drinking Ooh. Well, unlike you two lamos, I busted out good stuff. A smoothie? I'm No, I'm drinking a Bombay Sapphire Ooh. East. With Sprite Ginger. I haven't had Bombay so. Sapphire in a while. And this is the I've East not, version. What's that mean? So this is, uh, it's got additional Thai lemongrass and Vietnamese black peppercorns. So it is uh, delicious if you like gin. Well, I do. So. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, what are what you, what are you, you, uh, you cooking? So yesterday, um, I did not use an Instapot. Um, I actually used the smoker and smoked a tri-tip nice. and a pork loin. So two of my go-tos. Where do you get your tri-tip at? The cows? From the steers that we have you on the farm. Them. Yeah. <laughs> it was from, it from was, out back. Yeah, from the homestead. It was our beef. So turned out really good. Just a little S&P and they're good long, to go. And how then, long do you uh, smoke that? The pork loin. About okay. an hour and a half gotcha. for a medium rare. So. And that's it, 250 okay. degrees. So, doesn't take long. Just, just, just curious. How long does it take for you to smoke your ribs? <laughs> ribs? Just throwing it out six there. Hours. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. Six. Okay. Six. Hours. I, I'm I'm a big proponent of the uh, three, two, one so method. If you, so if you so if you worked all day and wanted to make some ribs, probably couldn't do that. Yeah, you can. If you want to be a man. I wonder if there's a um, wonder if there's an alternative way to make those. Maybe. That's I don't know if that technology exists. Know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know either. I don't, know. I, I, don't kind of I don't care to know. I'd rather do the the three mm-hmm. two one method and turn out good there smoked go. ribs. So, 
Yep. Um, anyway, carry on. As far as watching, um, I just caught up on McMillions on HBO. Nope. Have you guys seen that? That is on my list. It's pretty good. I really did want to start it's, it. Uh, so. I knew kind of a little bit of what was going on with it, kind of the backstory of it. It's the it has to do with the Monopoly game at McDonald's. Um, yeah. Back in it goes all the way back to when it first came out. I mean, it's pretty insane. Why? Because it was a scam. Um, it was, six it was a scam or something. It McDonald's didn't know that they'd been compromised, and they'd been compromised from the oh, very really? beginning. So. Yeah, it was Those it was pretty unreal. It all has to do with Uncle Jerry, and then the FBI gets involved. Basically, by a, uh, you find out in the very last episode who the uh, whistleblower was, but it's not oh. who you think it is. So you got to watch it. So was it the Hamburglar? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, the it's FBI almost named it. Uh, the Hamburglar project or something like that. So uh, pretty funny. Oh, that, that FBI, they're so witty. Actually. So one of the, the main FBI guys in it, um, he is, he's a character. He's a ham. He kind of makes the sh- the show. So uh, I recommend it. I think it's a good watch. So, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. It's definitely on my list. Yeah. So I wanted to nice. check it's it out. It's pretty good. Um, as far as listening, um, I will plug this new song. Um, I got it from uh, an MNF, which is a music night Friday that I do about every six weeks with my buddies, uh, Dallas and Travis. We get together and just uh, play a bunch of metal music that the other people don't know and get drunk mm-hmm. and have a good time. And uh, I, I got this one there uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's uh, Echoes of Reckoning is the band. And the name of the song is The Permanent Decay, and it is pretty phenomenal. Decay. What is it called again? Can you say it slower? <clears throat> the Permanent Decay is the song. The band is Echoes of Reckoning. It's a single. So it's kind of the right the world we live in now. Everybody's putting yeah, out that singles. is actually. There's been a lot of bands that have just put out singles lately. Mm-hmm. Is there any they like like singles? rhyme or reason to that? Yeah, because you like what they make more off of that. I mean, nobody's putting out albums because nobody buys them. So, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but. Like just one song at a time. Yeah, I feel like a little lazy, isn't it? No, because <laughs> a lot of times with the because I like I it. I'm just I, I like it too. I mean, I like hearing new music when it comes out, but like when you get the full album, you know, and it's kind of it all makes sense. It's all kind of you know thought out, and you kind of appreciate that when you're like, I could sit I just and I downloaded listen to that whole album. You know what yeah. I mean? Did you give so, it a listen after this? I'll let you know. Absolutely. Text me what you think. Yeah. So, well, anyway, just no, we don't my two cents. It's totally cents. fine. Carry on. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm you people. You people. <laughs> not even going to talk about me. I'm not even talk about me. You people. What do you mean, you people? All right. So, <laughs> so does anybody what have do you any mean, fun you facts people? from the year two thousand? Yeah, no, nothing, not a whole year, lot, right? Like nothing. Current events of the year. So, too um, crazy. There's a couple things. Uh, 50 million viewers watched the first season finale of the reality show Survivor. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ooh. Came out in 2005. Uh, y- Y2K years. was uh, was incredibly crazy. That was kind of a big deal. Widespread computer failures and malfunctions were predicted, and uh, none of that happened. Um, none of it. Yeah, Absolutely it. nothing. Um, Aaron Brockovich was one of the popular films of the year. It wasn't one of mine, but it was probably uh, it was probably didn't answers. make my list. But I've also uh, seen make- it, so. Oh, it was good. So the top three musicians well. of the year was Lenny Kravitz, Blink-182, and U2. Yeah, I like Blink-182. I hate U2. U2, I hate U2 as well. So. I hate, <laughs> I hate U2. So. Um, and uh, the coronavirus was prevalent. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm keeping every too. Oh, I'm sorry. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Um, let's see too how soon. this pans out. So anyway, those. <laughs> any other? Any? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you guys know what the Super Bowl was? I do because it, it was, was a great, great show, show on, turf. on turf. Yes, uh, it was the L.A. Rams versus Tennessee Titans and the fellow Iowa boy. No, it wasn't. It was the St. Louis oh, Rams. Well, on Wikipedia, they're yeah, right. It's St. Louis Rams. It was the Cronk. Yeah, it was Kurt it was Warner. The and, group. And Kurt Warner. My favorite football player of all time. Marshall Falk won MVP. Wait, that year. my stats so. showed that it was Kurt Warner won the MVP of the Super Bowl. Of the Super Bowl, Marshall oh, Falk won the regular okay. season. And then uh came down to one play. I think did, oh, yeah, did that... Kevin Dyson catch the pass? I don't know. He might have caught the pass and almost made it into the end zone, but got stopped to a yard short. I mean, that was a, that was a great game. Yeah, Kevin Dyson. Yeah, after after that game, he went on and made <laughs> yeah. the vacuums. So he made more money making vacuums than he did in the NFL. Yeah, it turns out it's a good seven hundred dollars vacuum. We have two. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, so Yankees versus Mets. <laughs> oh, so bad. <laughs> yeah, baseball was. <laughs> <laughs> baseball was the Subway Series. So yeah, New York Yankees yeah. versus New York Mets. I did. What about in, what about the Stanley the Cup? Penguins. Who won the Stanley Pittsburgh Cup? Penguins. No, they did not. Oh, they were not good back me. then. Who was it? Uh, it was course. the Devils. The Ooh. New Jersey Devils, right? Okay, there you go. I know a little yes, bit. Yes, sir. Cool. So, well, right on. So, All right. And well, now, did, go ahead. I will say for anybody that's a Blues fan like me, Chris Pronger won the uh, Hart Memorial Trophy that year, which is the NHL's most Good valuable player. So. Why don't they just call it the <laughs> most valuable player? Because all of the trophies are named after Memorial people. So. Is there that many hockey players? That Dude, they there's need? like a ton of hockey players, like, like 100. I mean, oh. there's the Art Ross Trophy, the Hart Memorial Trophy. There's a bunch of that stuff. Huh. They all have Hart in them, or... Are they Art, different? Ross. Uh, Hart. Hart Memorial. H-A-R-T. First one's A-R-T. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, good to know. I didn't know that right. about well. it. So, yeah. <laughs> what a fun fact. In NBA. Anybody know who won I the know. NBA championship? No, I don't know that. The Chicago Bulls. L.A. Lakers. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was the Lakers. Yeah. It was one of the oh. Shaq Kobe years. I think it was 2000. Yeah. yeah, they beat the Pacers. So that sounds God about right. Rest his so. soul. NCAA. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> who, who won? 
the NCAA. Michigan State beat Florida. Yeah, so. All right. Well, I feel like we really caught up on. What What about the WNBA? Nope. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. No. No. Uh, we were talking real sports yeah. before. I don't talk we're, about WNBA. This podcast so. is all about the Instapot, movies, and music. That's what we focus on when we're here. Actually, you are probably all into WNBA since you're using Instapot. And... Dude. To make your ribs. I'm not ashamed. Hey, as long as you own it, which you clearly are, I think, you know, that's... Yeah. That's respectable. Yeah, you are. Dude. Yeah. I'm going to make them next time you come down. So So as we get... You're going to... And you're going to like them. As we get into movies, this is a good segue into our movie segment. Um, One of the movies, this was not on my list, but Chocolat, or Chocolate... Chocolat, Chocolat was a Jim, Chocolat. Johnny Depp film. So yeah, I remember Johnny watching Depp. SNL with with Jimmy Fallon, and he goes, "That movie was so shaka boring. I want my shaka money back." <laughs> <laughs> that is one that I thought. I even to this day, I still just I just laugh my ass off thinking about that. So anyway, <laughs> that's hilarious. I always liked Jimmy Fallon on SNL Dude, just because he, he I could too. never, like, ever. No, Especially the cowbell skit. He's hilarious. in there in the drum kit just laughing his ass off the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And Will Ferrell just can't stop about more cowbell and all this. Oh, my God. The funny thing about that is in the original song, yeah. there's cowbell. Blue Oyster Cole. So. <laughs> they have some good have stuff. Blue Oyster yeah, Cole. absolutely. It's clearly the, the Do they have song, any other songs? But... Okay, fair. No, I couldn't tell you. Get ready for some movies. All right, well, we're going to dive right in here to the movies of 2000. Now, I have tried to restrain you two from <laughs> putting so many movies and music on your list, uh, even though it is... I've got huge lists for both, but I've uh, I've made I've notes got, for the ones I've, that I should probably talk about. I've got the others, my I'll leave top off movies and and other ones honorable mentions, but so. I'll keep it short and succinct. I've got I have okay seven. I, I have seven movies. on mine too, so I can't say much. Okay, so. and I've got a bunch so. of okay. All right, well mentions, let's keep the so. house. Let's start with you. What what did you have for your movies? Okay. Yeah. No. What's your number one? Let's go around. We'll do each number one. You want to start with number one or number three and build up to one? Okay. Oh, let's do number three and then build up. So my number three was me, myself, and Irene. Did you guys even think about that one? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was an honorable. So the reason I did did not put it on my list. The reason why it was one of those that was that made the list is because that was one movie that I watched a lot in college. And so I had two roommates at the time, Kurt and Dan, and we always seemed to gravitate to a couple different movies, uh, Anchorman, and then we did Me, Myself, and Irene, and Austin Powers' Gold Members. So those were kind of the three on rotation. And there's a couple really awesome lines from Me, Myself, and Irene, and where Jim Carrey's character says, just because I rock doesn't mean I made a stone and stuff like that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's lines like that. It was a Farrelly brothers movie, very cleverly done um, as all the Farrelly brothers movies are. And as you guys both know, I'm a huge dumb and dumber fan, Kingpin. And so, and uh, there's something about Mary 
Uh, no, I think Marianne, Kingpin's so the best. I had so. to, uh, I had to go with me, myself, and Irene as my number three. That seems fair. I, I can respect that. Yeah. So, okay. I definitely saw it on there. I I liked it. It's good, but it wasn't. I don't yeah, know. I don't it think it movie. was as popular as some of the other Fairly Brothers movies, but I don't even think it's a top three. No. Jim Carrey movie but for it, me. It had some uh, really good good moments in that movie and that's when Renee Zellweger was uh, still trying to establish herself as an actress and whatnot. You know, she came off of Empire Records and a few others. Uh, but, you know, yeah, what is yeah, that? Is that Thunder? That's Thunder at your my house. house. I, I can't control that. <laughs> it's absolutely, I'm in Springfield is now. Is it really? It's yeah. absolutely pouring right now. Huh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, Jans, how about you? What was on your number three spot? Yeah, was is Bring It On number three? Or well, I don't want to spoil number my number one movie by talking about okay. Bring It On. Okay. Uh, but actually, number three on my list was uh, uh, Boiler Room. Um, that was oh, on, is on never my saw it. honorable mention list. That's a great movie. Yeah. I, uh, the I Gia- never watched it. Giovanni. Ribisi. Uh, Ribisi. Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Ben Affleck. Like... Um, all about kind of becoming a hedge fund guy. It's all it was fake. A shady business. It's all and, fake. Um, just, yeah. I, it's one of those movies that I could always sit down and watch. And well, I thought it was really cool. And, um, you know, yeah. Definitely uh, worth checking out. I think that's respectable, especially <laughs> like at the end, you know, the. Oh, yeah. The, the so, office is completely vacant of people. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. I haven't seen so. it in a while, so it's not like yeah. it's not on the tip of my tongue. Like I can't recite lines or anything like that, but but from what I remember, I mean that was a solid film. Yep. So that was that was number three on my list. So Stat. Alright, well Stat, what about you? Okay. Well, I'm afraid that if I don't talk about some of these movies, I'm gonna get bounced and they're no, going to be my number I, I one or two and, on my honorable um, mention so sorry. did you oh okay so number three I then can't. i'll go with gladiator yeah. i know no, house isn't a big list, fan but so. um yeah is it i thought I, it was great. i just loved it I, yeah great action sequences great storyline um yep. i'm not normally yeah. a big russell crowe fan but uh, I do like Joaquin Phoenix. I thought it was Jawa. And uh, oh, it's huh. not okay. I think it's Joaquin. That makes more sense. Continue. But, <laughs> I actually saw him at the mall one. Jawa Quinn. Like, but... Jawa Quinn. And he did not turn around. Did you at all? <laughs> yeah. Can't imagine why. The the score for who it, did I it? Who did amazing. the score? Um, was it a Hans I, Zimmer I like, film? Is a good movie. Oh. oh no. I don't think so. Well, um, let's, yeah. let's, let's look it that. up. Come on. Fine. Okay. Well, look it up. I'm not doing it. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a Ridley that's Scott a, that's film. A good one. Obviously. Yeah, Ridley Scott. The composer. Yeah, it's a Ridley Hans Scott. Zimmer. So. Yes. I was, yes. <laughs> and Lisa was it? Gerard. So it's, oh, a, okay. it's two, two people. Okay. Oh, of course, Lisa. See, that's who I yes. was thinking. Yes. I thought it was no. Lisa Gerard. I did think, though, at the end of the movie, it came full circle. He was reunited with his wife and his son that were killed. And so it had a good ending, I guess. 
So that's cool. So so basically what you're saying is you were entertained? No, 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 no. I said it was a decent ending. I didn't say I was entertained. Oh, so, so you were not entertained. I was sort of entertained. <laughs> oh, okay. Sort of. So oh, I was I entertained. Was, I think it's a great mistake. It is. Okay. No, it's Definitely not worth putting on the list. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, fair. So. All right. Okay. So House, moving on. Number, number two. two. Well, um, number two. number two on my list is un- Unbreakable. Nice. So it's an yeah. okay. M. Night. Uh, I like M. Great Night. Movie, and Unser knows that I also like another film that he did, even though Unser doesn't like it. It's called The Village. And I did too. So stupid. No, I, I love The it Village. Was a great oh, movie. God, I hate that but Oh, I loved it. I was really a, a huge fan of Unbreakable. It's a slower moving, moving film. So. I love, I love it because it gave us. Yeah, the sequel yeah. and then the yeah. trilogy. But so so, I was, so funny story. Um, I was in Denver this past fall, and I was uh, doing some of the urban walk-up store project before I shifted shifted gears and whatnot. And so I was taking the light rail into downtown Denver from the airport, and it's a really slick system that they got set up, and it's about a forty-minute ride into into the city and you don't have to rent a car and if you only have business downtown i highly recommend it anyway i was with another coworker, and her name was christy and we were coming back to the airport from downtown and i said to her i said have you ever seen the movie unbreakable and she goes no and i go it's a pretty interesting film i really uh i really recommend it but um the opening scene is just insane and she's like well what's the opening scene and i go <clears throat> probably not the uh the best story to say while on a light rail system but i was like well well <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> no problem. Know, terrible idea he, he's the the character the bruce willis character he's he's taken the the train the amtrak train from philly into uh into new york city and he's going in for a job interview and you know one thing leads to another and he starts up conversation with this recruiter chick and all this kind of stuff and then the train just starts gaining speed and gaining speed and then all of a sudden he realizes uh oh something's wrong and the train ends up derailing everybody but him dies and that's kind of the beginning of the story and she goes wow house that's a phenomenal story to tell me while we're on the light rail system and i go oh but it's this is totally safe. We're, we're totally not going to crash because we're not going too fast. Like that train was going way faster than this one. And she's like, yeah, no, that still doesn't make me feel any better. So thank you for putting a downer on that one. So yeah. When, yeah. When you get back on the plane, did you talk about like the movie alive? Or, <laughs> you know, right. Hey, yeah. Sully. Hey, be fitting. So, do you want to ha- do you want to watch a good, um, you know, 2001 <laughs> movie, you know, about the Twin Towers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, I think overall, though, it's a very well-done film. Uh, cinematically, it has a lot of beautiful shots in it, really great storytelling. And then you got the uh, the M. Night twist at the end. So I think it really set the stage for me, uh, like Stat said, for the other movies. And uh, solid acting. So my number two is Unbreakable. Nice. Yep. Good movie. Nice. Yeah. Well, for uh, my number two, and I think probably why I put this one up at number two, just because I knew I had a pretty good idea looking over the movies, what movies you guys were going to put on there. 
which I probably think would this is more fitting for an honorable mention, but I really liked the cell. Um <laughs> Yeah, is that that's, that's the only I only saw but, that once, like, and it was a weird film. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I've only watched it like once. visually. It's, been it's a long just time. amazing, and <laughs> the idea probably of like going twenty into, years. It's been like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> but like going into the mind of a serial killer and like trying to figure it out is just kind of kind of crazy. Um, I just thought it was really awesome. Um, so it's I would say it's more of a honorable mention than number two on my list, but uh it's definitely up there. I like those kind of weird, you know, freaky movies, especially when it has to do with um serial killers and, and just kind of the inner workings of their minds and such. So if it so, was your honorable mention, what um, was your real number two? Uh well I would have put easily put Snatch up there. Yeah. I um, thought that would be your as number one or one. two, but well, it pretty much is, but we've talked about it so much. I just didn't want to bring it up again. Um, it's definitely, definitely my favorite. But you know, okay, okay, um, fair. So, so, but yeah, I had snatch written down as one of one yeah. of you two was going to mention. We've talked snatch, about it enough. So. I don't need to go over it. If you haven't seen it, uh, you're stupid, <laughs> and uh, you should go watch that. So. I agree with everything that Jan said. So, so. Stat, what was your number but, two? So my number two is probably, I don't know. I might Uh-oh. say that it's houses number one, but maybe not. Oh, but, uh, see, I Memento did not put that one is my on number there two because I knew that yeah. you were probably going to put it. So that's my number one. Yeah. That's uh, love yeah. Memento. Was it? So, oh no, it's okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I said, I knew we were going to have movies uh, that it's phenomenal. overlapped. So, what did you like about it? Why yeah, did you like yeah. It? Uh, just the 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 whole storyline. I love the fact no, that you, don't you really all. don't get That's it the first watch. True. You have to watch it two, three, four, five times yeah. before you really well, pick up on everything I, and, I and fully like understand it. So after a few years, like I kind of forgot. I mean, I I love the movie, but I kind of forgot about it. And then watching it again, it was like, oh yeah, like now because you kind of forget uh-huh. just how it's set up. You kind of forget things. It, it's two storylines. It's one's moving forward and the other one's moving backwards. I need to watch just, it. Again. I, I love that movie. I think it's artistically Since yeah, I'm self beautiful. So temporarily for work, I should probably uh, watch yeah. it. Tomorrow and I like Guy Pierce. So yeah, yeah. I think that movie. Yeah, there you like, go. I, what I appreciate the most, you've never seen a movie like That's that. That's true. Before. That's absolutely true. And I and nope. I think that's why I put nope. it as number one on my list. Correct. And that's a it's a Nolan it film, isn't it? it? Is. I think it's Christopher Nolan. I think yeah, we established so. too on a previous podcast that I asked, was that his first movie? And we determined that it was not his first movie. Yeah, but definitely a good one. Definitely. Oh, okay. So I I got no problems with that being number two. It's number one on my list. So very so, cool. Good nice. Pick. Well, well, House, well, what's your number one? Unz then? probably knows this one, and Unz doesn't actually yeah, like this film at all. Yeah, yeah. that's who I yeah. put on your list. Yeah. <laughs> so it's American Psycho. Uh, that is unequ- unequivocally. <laughs> I left it for you. I love that movie. One of my all-time favorite films, and even so, we were having uh, Brinley's birthday party this weekend, 
And um, did you show that for a sleepover? Or what? Something? No, I did not. No. Little all those little four year old no, girls. Was... Like I got <laughs> a movie for you we guys. Were, we were at the in. Who likes we Phil were at the playground, and so I was talking with my sister and Keegan and Keenan. Uh, they're sitting around the table, and for whatever reason, we were talking about '80s music. And for whatever reason, I had "Lady in Red" in my head, and that's from one of the best scenes in American Psycho where he had just killed a prostitute the night before. And he was sitting in his office and he was listening to music, Lady in Red, and he was taking a lock of the (laughs) prostitute's hair and he was like rubbing it against his face, you know, reminiscing, I guess, of, you know, killing the hooker. And um, his secretary comes in and uh, he's like, yes, Gene. And anyway, it's, it's just a, a movie full of great music, um, and it's a great thr- a great thriller. One of Christian Bale's earlier great films, aside from Newsboys yep. or Newsies, right? He was in that. Uh, anyway, uh, Jared. Yeah, it was Jared Newsies, Lito, but Leto. I mean, I, News Newsboys was oh, a Christian as well. rock band, which so. don't ruin. We haven't got to music yet, guys. <laughs> All right. Don't ruin this okay, for you. I won't okay. steal your thunder. Uh, I don't have much to But Jared talk Leto about. is in it. Um, there's just uh, William Defoe. So there's And Jared Leto is going to make a, a another um, cameo appearance oh, in probably my number okay. one. So, okay. So, so he had a good year. So American year. Psycho is my top number one film of 2000. Yeah. I will say this. I, I definitely think okay. there's a lot of great line. there's a lot of great uh lines from that movie like that's a very nice Chardonnay you're not drinking. And and <laughs> I don't want you to get drunk, but if you do <laughs> and don't just stare at it, eat it. Uh you know, stuff like that. There was a I read a little deal about um Christian Bale being a method actor and people that was kinda new back then. And so when he was kind of getting into that role, people would – he kind of alienated himself during that really? film because they weren't used to it. And uh, the some of his actors, yes. the whole uh, business card scene, when they were filming it, like with every take, the other guys would go to the director and they're like, he breaks into a sweat. Every single really? time at the same exact time. Like it's freaky. Yeah. So, like, he just... I love it when, he, it when he is looking was, at that he's pretty awesome. card, and he's like, oh, my God, the subtle off-white coloring. And then he's like, it even has a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what about Paul Allen's card? And, you know, I think it also leaves up for right. state, you know, what really is going on there. And there's a lot of different theories out there on the Internet about... Uh, you know, what's truly happening because towards the end, it really gets pretty fucked up, you know, like where he's at the ATM and he's getting cash out and the ATM displays, feed me a stray cat. And so he holds a cat up and he's like getting ready to shoot it in the head. And then the lady goes, Oh my God, what are you doing? And then he ends up shooting her. And then that's when he runs from building to building trying to hide. And then randomly, there's just helicopters out there looking for him. 
And then he calls his attorney's uh, office and he leaves a, he leaves a message and he's quote unquote confesses. And then when he sees his, his attorney in the bar and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about, you know? And it's, so it leaves it up for interpretation towards the end and like, <laughs> okay, what was really going on in Patrick Bateman's head? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely right. makes you think like, it keeps you. Into, it's a good suspense. It's it's a good movie. I just wouldn't say it's one of my. It just gets so messed up. Oh, it gets like, messed up. Wow. And I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I would agree. Yeah. Well, answer. Well, what, what's your number one? Well, then? we already. Took if that I took one. your number one, um, now so you have to have a. I'll just kind of put in a one A. One of my one uh, B. One of my honorable mentions, uh, which is actually going to be uh, uh, high fidelity, um, which. It's a John comedy romance, but John Cusack and Jack Black own a record store, and didn't make mine at all. Um, didn't make my list. They talk about music constantly, um, and are constantly making lists, top ten bands with this and that, and um, huh. you know, just kind that of reminds familiar. me of what we tend to do a lot when we kind of hang. I've out and seen talk. it like once or twice, um, but I don't. I know I've seen it. I just so, I can't picture yeah. a scene from it. But so, well, I will check it out. I absolutely um, will. Definitely on the lighter side. Obviously, um, it didn't make my uh, my top. It was more of an honorable mention for me. But that's definitely one of them that I was going to talk. So it wasn't about, a so. serial killer film. No, it was not. Interesting pick. So, I like them all. I'm, I'm a you really are trades. a jack of all trades. So, Do you play cards? So. I should. I should. I play bridge three times a week. <laughs> I play bridge. You though. should. That's incredibly lame. Stat, so, you, number one. What is it? All right. Well, this is actually one of my top Okay. probably three movies of all time. Although okay. I have to be in the right Coyote mindset ugly? to watch it. And that's no. Requ- <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. It's not Coyote Ugly. Um <laughs> Requiem for a Dream, Darren Aronofsky. It's got Jared Leto in it. Um, I had a huge crush on Jennifer Connelly back then. Um, and it's probably Marlon Wayne's best well, role yeah. ever in anything <laughs> so he's ever I, done. I, I, so um, Ellen Burstein. It's got, it's got fantastic actors. The, the movie itself was... It's about addiction for those who haven't watched it. But it's not just about drugs. Obviously, drugs are a big part of it. But it's addiction to attention. It's addiction to food. It's addiction yeah. to a lot of things. That movie will so, mess you up. Um, it is. I've tried to watch it after a few drinks, yeah. and I had to turn it off. I couldn't do it. Um, it was too much, especially yeah. when she's all hopped up on the the weight loss pills. Um, Ellen Burstein's character. I know. Uh, yeah. It's messed up. Super I know dark I've seen movie. it similar to the last one. I saw that one on the list and or on the you know when I was doing all my research and whatnot. And I just I think I've seen it, but I need to I need to I need to watch it. I really do. Yeah. Just make sure the wife and kids are asleep. That is not a movie to anyone yes. else to see any no, part of that. It's not. Like, it's pretty intense. Jennifer Conley so. is going to be fifty. That's the score from anyway, it. Sorry. She's hot though. Isn't that crazy? She's getting old, but man, yeah, she is. She looks all right. Um, <laughs> Gets her on the mouth. I'd hold her hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
the score from it uh, was done by Clint. The main song was Clint Mansell. Um, that song has been used. Lux Eterna has been used in Lord of the Rings. It's been used in video games, commercials, yeah. other movies. Um, everybody would know the song if they oh, listened yeah. to That's, it. So I would highly recommend um, it. But I completely agree. You have. You have it's an epic got song, to be in epic the right movie to watch that movie because, and then you're going to need yes. like an hour to wind down afterwards and maybe watch Frozen two absolutely or, I mean yeah. you need something lighthearted afterwards because you're going to be yeah. like what the fuck okay so, then it will so. definitely mess you up so. okay but that's a good one so I figured I put that on the list American Psycho we- Rick and for a Dream and Gladiator I all put on the list of I knew you guys were gonna throw those out there so yeah any other uh well yeah I'll, you got any I'll honorable keep going mentions? real quick just because i'm up honorable mentions the one that almost made yeah, it for me but didn't quite was castaway um I, I did i went to the theater and saw that movie with my buddy pickering and uh i i didn't like it the first time i watched it but as I've gotten older, as I've watched what it more and more times, that. I think it's phenomenal. Um, the storyline of being so alone. The the I guess the when he yeah. sits there, it's an emotional yeah. movie. He becomes attached to Wilson. I mean, you know the the volleyball and um, when he's talking to him about how uh, yeah, the rope when he and... tries to kill himself on the cliff, and he's like, I couldn't even do that. Yeah. I had control yeah. over. I nothing. think the part where he had to, you know. Um, Take his tooth out with the ice skate. That oh. was a pretty brutal scene. Oh. <laughs> that you think was about all the, that like was all the times you've had a toothache, you, and like, but, no matter how much pain you've been in, you, I would never. I just could you do that to yourself? I, I don't. I don't think I could. I like. I. I mean, I don't, I don't know I how could. you couldn't, but you know, at the same time. Uh, it's funny because that part when he talks to Wilson, he's like, "You want to hear something ironic? My dentist's <laughs> name is James Spalding." <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've uh, since I've seen that one, but it's on occasionally. It's a, I'll I'll watch say it. when it's yeah. on. I've got to watch it. That's a good it. honorable mention. I get that one. Um, yeah, another honorable mention for me would be Meet the, the Parents. Only, the only yeah. thing I mean, so I love Ben Stiller. Um, I love. A lot of his movies. He has some some of the best movies out there. But a lot of his movies are essentially the same, where things just go wrong, one thing after another. And then at the end, everything's yeah. good. You know, uh, yeah. there's something about Mary or, you know, me. Along, along came, came Polly. Polly. Along yeah. came Polly. Yeah. It's not a good movie. But Meet the Fockers seemed real, right? I mean, it was just like, how much bad shit could happen to one person just over and yeah. over? And just What's the line misunderstandings, where he, he really. up to the I parents' mean, house and he's like, oh, it's a green car. They say geniuses pick green. He's like, oh, but, but you didn't pick it, did you? <laughs> but you didn't pick it. <laughs> I have nipples. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. <laughs> Could you milk me? <laughs> I was thinking about that movie too. When uh, House is talking about the uh, you know train crash or you know in Unbreakable because he's like, can't bomb, say bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> but what if I was a bombardier? Bomb, 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 bomb. What are you gonna do? Arrest me? Bomb, 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 bomb. What if I was a bombardier? So, I like the part too where he's sitting there with the TSA guy or whatever, and he goes, "Yeah, 
we gotta we gotta pull aside all all packages or all all luggage that vibrates. Most of the time, as he looks around, it's a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he says. It's <laughs> pretty funny. That is that has some good laughs to it. Gone in sixty seconds. The remake. Yeah, that was so that was the last one on one my list. Absolutely. Yep. After I bought my first big um, home audio system, so I bought a, a a really nice for the time a really nice receiver and two really nice front stand uh, front freestanding speakers and a center channel and uh we used my roommate's uh rear speakers at the time gone in 60 seconds had was in dts and that was one of the first dts formatted films from an audio perspective and the receiver that i bought was able to carry a dts signal and so i remember Oh my God! Yeah, for two thousand, a college so it sounded kid, phenomenal. I was like blown away. And so we watched Gone yeah. in sixty seconds all the time, just because it was a phenomenal surround sound uh, movie. And you know, Nicolas Cage, you know, he is one of the greatest actors of our time. But um, and yeah, well, Ew. okay, I was just <laughs> I was just joking about that. But he calls it his unicorn. What 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 what's a unicorn? You know. A fable creature has a horn on its head. Uh, <laughs> and Angelina Jolie, so she, she was in that. But it's not particularly well acted or, you know, overall not really a good storyline. But at least sounds great. Sounds no. great. Yeah. Cool cars and good good crew. It's a fun watch. It's a fun cast. watch. It's a fun watch. Um, no matter so then what. I had yeah. U571. It's a fun yeah, watch. McConaughey, yeah. World War II movie. Kind of going back into the 1917. Yeah. I, I like enjoyed that one. it. That's a good one. I, oh, it's good. I, it's I saw it on the list, but I've never there, seen you know, it. And, so. uh, you know, World okay. War II film. And then lastly, uh, Chicken Run came out, and my kids happen to absolutely adore that film now. And I actually liked it when it came out. So I would, I would have to say it's Is from the same people that do Wallace and Gromit. Okay. I, yeah, my kids love all the Wallace and Gromit yep. and, those are and Chicken fun. Run. I can't believe that didn't make your guys' dog oh, episode I because that, that would have been one I would have brought up. solid dog films, especially with uh, The Sandlot oh, yeah. and talking about dog balls. You did. I thought that was a pretty solid one. Yes. That, that Sandlot was, was a great Okay, Yance, do you have any uh, honorable mentions before we move on? Uh, and the only other one I, I put on my list that I really like was Almost Famous. I like it. Yep. I, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put that on your list. Uh, like for your top three. I kind, I kind of, of the of, rise and fall. I kind of thought you were. Uh, especially era. in that kind of generational kind of era. Um, I just thought all the acting was great. Uh, it's just, yeah. Kate it's Hudson a movie I can always watch. That one so too. I, I like that one. Yeah, she's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'm a fan. So... So I do, I do like her. So, what about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't okay. mention it, but dude, where's my no. car? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, actually, the Legend of Bagger Vance mm. almost made my list. Um, it was, it was up there, um, just because when it's on, yeah. I can watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything against it. No, um, little Nicky, little Nicky with Adam Sandler. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh, just that! And... You turn you turn the coke into a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's like the only part of it I like. So, I thought it was horrible. Um, yeah, but I actually, actually thought about sure. putting that one on there because I I really do like that movie. Yeah. I boinked her at the time. I thought it was what? phenomenal. I boinked uh, her, and then he pulls out her underwear. <laughs> it, no, I get it. No, it's I not get cheating it. if you let a dog lick <laughs> peanut butter off no. your nuts <laughs> because it's your dog. Yeah, I it's get it. your dog. And then there was one movie on, that I was wa- scroll when I was going through and doing my research, going back through all these movies. There's a movie on here that I'd never seen that I should watch, and I'm I'm adding it to my list. And the that's Watcher? The Watcher with Keanu. Is that Reeves. where he's like a creepy? Uh, uh, yeah, he's a serial killer. But the reason I want to watch it is because James Spader's he's in good. it. Good, I not love seen this James movie Spader. I think mm. he's a Marissa Tomei's in it. Huh. I haven't seen Ernie it. Hudson? Yeah, Marissa Tomei. I know. Nope. I don't think I've seen it, but I yeah. watched the trailer or, you know, used to think about it. So we all need to watch it, I guess. Yeah, that could be a mini point. episode. Marissa Tomei was um, born in 19. I'm kind of surprised I never saw it. That's amazing to me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but she is. Yeah, she's really old. Some of her what? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. She looks all right. So. Well. Well, it's a good yeah. time. Let's take a. A good ending for the movies. Let's take a little break, and we'll be back with music. Music. There we go. It's time for some music. Welcome back to Right Right Angle Donuts. So we just went from movies, and now we are going to get ready for music. Years 2000. I think we can all agree that there are some wonderful albums that came out this year. I know there's going to be some overlap, but that's okay. There's going to be. There will be. Um, And I think as... A guideline. We want to break it down into some of our top fives. I know it's going to be incredibly hard for this group, <laughs> but well, for I, you and me, maybe. I don't yeah, know. maybe not hard for, for me us. at all. Could you nope. come to five, or did you only get to like three? I got to three, and I stopped. Okay, yeah, and I felt but they're pretty darn good about it too. I made I made quite an extensive list, but I narrowed it down to seven with a bunch of honorable mentions. So, so this this particular year. All of the bands that I'm going to list, like I have a very succinct story behind it. The first time I heard the album, the memories or what I was doing when I heard the album or that era of my life. And so, you know, kind of like 1998, (coughs) this 2000 played a pretty big year. It was a huge uh, year for me in college, so on and so forth. So. So when we get to 2000, so I graduated high school 2000, so my freshman year would have been the fall, or my freshman semester of college would have been that fall of 2000. So, yeah, it was a big year for me, too. So Perfect. Well, Yuns, yeah. as we but always... I don't think I, I don't think I have it narrowed down quite like you do to what I was doing that day on that moment. But, <laughs> you know. That album came out. <laughs> it was a Tuesday, I'm, I'm weird October like that. 23rd. <laughs> It was slightly cloudy and a 72 degrees. Um, so, uh, how well, I think we should – let's do the – let's go three, two, one again. Okay. And then two, you two, and one. I can get into our honorable mentions because I know there's going to be a bunch. Okay. All right. Well, if that's the case, then we can keep going around. So, okay. House, what's your, what's your number three on your list? 
tell me where you were, set the scene, set the stage for us. Okay, so for number three. What year was it? 2000. Okay, I'm I'm there. Pretty sure. Okay, so okay. Uh, it was a cloudy day, overcast, a little bit of sprinkles going on. <laughs> I was waiting outside of a club show, waiting to get in to see Power Man 5000 and Static <laughs> X. And... On the loudspeakers outside, as we were waiting in line, they were playing this brand new band, and it was their demo, and everybody was really getting into it. And I remember saying, right as we were getting, giving the door guy our ticket, and he was ripping it for us, um, I was like, "Who who is this band? Because I really am, am digging this stuff. And he goes, it's Disturbed. They haven't come out with their album yet, but it's getting ready to drop. And this is their demo album. And so Disturbs the Sickness played a pretty big role uh, just in my musical development uh, when when I was 20 years old. Uh, and I ended up seeing them. So I have a couple really good stories with them where after their album dropped, they were playing the small club show in Des Moines. And they were opening – or not opening, excuse me, headlining – uh, and so one of the opening bands was called 35 Inch Mutter, which 35 Inch Mutter was a local band from Ames, and their biggest uh, single was A Full Scale War. Anyway, so we were there to see Disturbed, and we were one of my buddies knew the door guy, and he got us in early. And so we were sitting at a high top before the show, and Dave Draymond comes out, and he's like, hey, what band are you guys with? And we look around, we're like, uh, we're we're not with a band. We're just here hanging out. And he goes, oh, I didn't realize they were letting the public in. And we're like, no, they're not. We just know one of the guys that let us in earlier or whatever. And so he shot the shit with us for a little while. That's and it super was, cool. And it was pretty cool. So then fast forward to a couple couple months later, and they were playing an arena show in Cedar Rapids. At the time, it was the five, Four Seasons Center, but now it's the U.S. Cellular Center. Anyway, so we were in general admin, so we were on the floor, and we were just walking around. And David Draymond happened to be walking around, talking to fans, you know, signing autographs, what have you. And so we get kind of close to where we knew, like, we were going to position ourselves where he was going to just naturally walk over to us and chat with us. So I was with the same two buddies that I was with at the, at the first show. And so Dave Draymond comes up to us, shakes our hands and is talking about us. And I go, so I got to ask you a question. A couple months ago in Des Moines, you played a small, small club called Harry Mary's. You happened to come out and talk to us before the show. We weren't supposed to be there, but you were very gracious and kind and, and, and chatted with us. Do you happen to remember us? And he looks me point blank in the face and he goes, dude, I play a lot of shows. I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to go the other way. And I was like, so did I. I was yep. like, huh? Okay. Well, I appreciate you being honest. And actually, uh, they Slipknot happened to be headlining that particular show, and that uh, that tour that they they went on with Slipknot. He goes, "This is our actual. This is the biggest arena that we've played up to this point in our career." And so that was one of the very first arena shows that they ever did. The USO Center, by no means, is a big arena. It's probably maybe an eight thousand to ten thousand person arena. So it's not wildly big. 
but that's still pretty good size. It's a good size, and I saw some crazy shows there uh, over the years. But yeah, they were opening up for for Slipknot, and that is just a couple different memories that really stand out for me. And so I would be remiss if I didn't put Disturbed as my number three on that one. So I remember the first time that I listened to to uh, Disturbed. Actually, I mentioned them earlier, but Pickering uh, and me and we came into town uh, with my dad and we stopped at Best Buy and uh, I was perusing through the CD section and uh, for the older group of listeners, they're going to remember what CDs were. And uh, I saw this album and the album cover was just insane. And it was The Sickness from Disturbed. Mm -hmm. Never heard them. Didn't know what they were, um, had a parental advisory on it, and I bought it, and uh, just on a whim, and that was the, I bought it and took it home and listened to it, and I fell in love. I mean, it was awesome. What's your fantastic uh, album. What's your favorite song or songs on that album? Probably Shout 2000 was the one that stuck out to stuck out to me, but uh, yeah. And actually, that whole album is pretty solid from start to finish, yeah. to be honest with you. I agree. Because um, that was it w- on my top three list. So that was... Was it? Yeah. Okay. Definitely number two on my list. So for sure. Yeah. Shout 2000 was a great remake. And actually, before we got on the podcast, I listened to that song. Because it's, it's good. I haven't listened to it in a while, but uh, it just took me back to the day. I've been listening to these albums from 2000 here over the past couple weeks um just so our listeners know i've actually made a playlist um from all of these albums not not all of them are we going to talk about tonight but uh several of them we definitely will and uh we're going to try to post a link i believe is that right on sir yeah we'll try to post it in the uh show notes there so you can so for everybody that has apple music um I've, i've created a playlist from kind of some of these albums that uh, were influential, I know in my life. Um, well, when you sent songs it, from those albums, so yeah, when you sent it over, uh, and you shared it with with Yance and myself, uh, I listened to it, and I know I texted you guys. I was like, "This is a phenomenal playlist." So I it's a, it's a long playlist. It's, it's what, a four long hours one, long. I mean, but it's it's very comprehensive. I'm it. It brought back. I took the time. The like I said, I told you guys, I took the time to actually mix them up and put them in a specific order. And actually, I think Shout 2000 might have been the first song on that playlist. It is. So. I'm looking at it right now. It absolutely is. Yep. Yeah. No, hopefully it works where listeners can go out and click on the link and get to it because it's a great playlist. So kudos to you for creating that. Yeah, it's something I'm, I'm going to try to do moving forward is create a playlist. And if I have time, I'll go back and retroactively maybe make playlists for our other years that we've done in the past episodes. Yeah. I don't know about 1987. No, that, that might be tough. But, uh, early. That'd be a tough one. So. <laughs> it's going to have a lot of... Uh, Cindy Lauper? Yeah, Cindy Lauper on there. No, Bon Jovi. Uh, bon Jovi. Yeah. You give you love a bad name. I celebrate... All of his. Songs. I was going to say Guns and Roses, but uh, <laughs> right on. Well, yeah. No. So, so this, so that playlist for me started with Shout 2000 because it was such an influential song in my life, and uh, 
you know, never listening to it, buying the album, falling in love with it. And then that was kind of that new metal kind of era, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it changed. It, it got me into some harder stuff. So. Yeah, I definitely think de- 2000 really had kind of the mainstream that got more people kind of involved in listening to some of the harder stuff. So, I would agree. Yeah. I'd agree with that. So that was a real separation between the, uh, the you know, stadium rock stuff and just kind of that new metal kind of category that was in there. So it was, it was definitely an interesting year, but also a span of a couple years where new metal, when that was really com- 98 to like 2001. Yeah. Coming on was, the scene and was, evolving yep. was, yep. was nuts. And all of the, all of the bands that you put on this playlist played a pretty huge role in, in rolling out what that new metal sound was. Now, some bands on there, admittedly, like Deftones, they, they've come out and they've said in interviews for years that they don't consider them. Whoa, spoiler alert. No, 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 no. no. We I haven't just, even got I to just them yet. The, a band. They're part of <laughs> – but they, they kind of got associated and lumped into the new metal stuff, but I don't think – Yeah, but they're not but metal. Chino, Chino doesn't consider themselves, yeah, part of that movement. So just, yeah. just interesting. So. Yep. So, Unser, what's your number three from 2000? Um, well, number three on mine was going to be uh, uh, Papa Roach. So, hey, NFS. this is my last resort. That so, one was huge for me as well. So, that was on my yeah, list. Their second a studio honorable mention, second studio album. Obviously, last resort. I get that one, but I really liked the uh, between angels and insects. I really yep. like that song. So that that's one I tend to put on a lot of playlists that I can just kind of sit back and enjoy. I um, I completely so. agree. I mean, I was, I'm not a huge Papa Roach fan. I mean, I like them, and I definitely bought this album. That was that was my favorite album of theirs. Yeah, no, I so. agree. I was actually in Portland, Maine on a family vacation when I bought that album at a Barnes & Noble. And uh, I remember putting it into my CD player and just rocking out to that because I had a lot of that, you know, late teens, early 20s angst in me that I had to just get out. So Sure. Yeah. That you yeah. still have at 39? Oh, absolutely. So. <laughs> absolutely. I just – I'll never forget I was taking my mom to the dentist and uh, the, that was on. It was like in my CD player, my Iowa CD player. <laughs> that I put into my car and uh, it was like, fuck your money, fuck your possessions, <laughs> you know, all that. And she goes, she looked over and she's like, Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and I was you, like, you like you listen to this, well, huh? you're, you're missing, you're missing the bigger point, mom. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. I so. mean, I get it. I get it. Well, what about you? Stat? What's yeah. your number three? Oh, number three would be pretty tough because I've got so many. Um, number three for me is probably going to be hybrid theory. Yeah. That's on my list. Obviously that's a, so, um, another album that is phenomenal from start to finish. I think it's, I was listening to that the other night and do you have a favorite song from that album? Oh, fuck. Uh, well, like you said, I mean the entire album, you can listen to it front to back and, and you don't have to skip any any song whatsoever. Nope. So, paper cut is mine. I'll just go ahead so and that's say a, that. That's a great so. one. Um, 
points of authority for me or place in my head. Yeah. Uh, and then a cure for the itch. What was what was their first big hit from that? Was it one yeah, step one closer? Yeah, one step closer. Absolutely. <clears throat> that was like their first. They made a video for it. I mean, I kind of remember that a little bit. I think Chester might have had hair back then. Well, it was um, it was so big that it almost broke. They they were just what one do you step mean? closer, and it would have broke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. It broke. I think it did break. I think you broke I this think podcast. At the end of the song, to, to start with an album like that. It's hard to. I mean, you you knew they were going to be phenomenal moving forward. Yeah. I mean, you just knew they were going to be big. I remember when we were, one of the um, years that we were going down to the lake when the news dropped that, that he had offed himself. Yeah. yeah. Was that last no, year? No, it was, it was like two or three no, years it was, ago. It's been a few years. Three years ago, yeah. maybe. But yeah, we were headed down to the lake for vacation, and then it's like, well, Chester died. Oh, great. And so the crazy thing with that is if you go back and listen to the lyrics of all of their songs, he talks a lot about it. I mean, in all of their previous albums, he talks about suicide quite a bit if you listen to it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's just kind of a shitty shitty all around you know what happened because so their album one more light had just been released in 2017 and i don't think that it was out more than maybe three months before then he he killed himself so uh and i love that's a decent album they have some pretty good uh singles from that one like talking to myself. Do you, do you have a favorite album of theirs? Hybrid is, is Hybrid Theory Meteora is it, yeah. second? I think Meteora, Meteora is is a close second for I me. I do like Minutes to so. Midnight, and my favorite song off of Minutes to Midnight is that's my no third. More Sorrow. Um, I think that's a that's a that's for that particular album. That's an incredibly heavy song uh, because they kind of as they progressed throughout the years, they got less and less heavy. And I think that the reason why I like No More Sorrow is because that's one of the heaviest songs on that particular album. So anyway, okay. just my two pennies. Min- Minutes to Midnight is my third favorite album of theirs. And uh, I'm trying to think of my favorite song off of that album. I don't Bleed know, It Out's pretty but... good. I mean, Shadow of the Day. Yeah. But No More Sorrow for me on that album. But for from Hybrid the- Theory... Oh, I'm sorry. A Thousand Sons. A Thousand Sons is my, my third oh, favorite album of theirs. you can't take that back. No. No? Yep. No, I have to. Waiting for the End. Waiting for the End is probably one of my favorite Linkin Park songs. But we're going back to Hybrid Theory. It's the year 2000. Um, fantastic album. Yep. Start to finish. If you've, yep. if you've not heard of it, it's kind of prevalent today because of uh, what's the – what was his previous band? Um, Who? That he was in before Lincoln Park. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I don't. I honestly. I know it. I don't know it. I don't know it. Something days. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. No clue. Look it up. Put it. Really? Great days. Great days. They've been releasing out. They've been releasing a couple songs from previous re- recorded uh, Chester song or vocals and putting music to it. And uh, that was his band before Lincoln Park. It's a gray days. It's all right. Um, 
it's is not it pretty Lincoln raw Park, though because if it's i was gonna say, yes yes it sounds raw yeah, yeah it sounds raw makes sense well that's a that's a but, wonderful album and so now i don't what what's your number two yeah oh shit uh it's a it's a tie between meridanome and clayman um but okay so you well got two. i'm gonna say though i'm gonna go out no it's that's gonna fine. be a perfect circle it's gonna be a perfect circle. Okay. Meridamon, Meridanome, Meridanome from yep. a perfect circle. Uh, three Libras uh, is Judas. Judas. I mean, there's a lot of, and I know Unser doesn't like it. The Hollow, my favorite. So that is my. I think yep, the Hollow might my, be my favorite. That's my favorite song from that album, and with it just being Maynard, and you know, Tool was on hiatus and whatnot, and so anything that Maynard put out. It turned pretty much to gold for me, and so I think that's one of the. I think yeah, that's one too. of the reasons why I really gravitated towards it and really listened to it. I was um, working for the city of Windsor Heights as an intern on the public works <laughs> side, and every every afternoon that I got off, I would go home, I would take a shower, get ready to go out for that night, and I would always listen to Meridanome. So that's that's the memory that I have of that album. Fantastic album, but you also mentioned Clayman from uh, from In Flames. Uh, in only Flames. For the week. That's probably my my favorite yeah, album. Yeah, only of theirs. for the week is so. one of my all time favorite songs, especially live, and I love it. It's hard. It's hard for me to pick between one and two, uh, or those two, a perfect circle and In Flames. But and I mentioned this in a previous podcast. But the reason why In Flames didn't make my list for is because when it came out in 2000, I wasn't an In Flames fan. Like, I hadn't really listened to them. And so it was one of okay. those bands that, although... That's the exact same reason they didn't make my I list. Didn't, although I love them now, and they're one of the best, the best bands that I've ever seen live, I can't put them on the list because I didn't listen to them in 2000. So. And do you know who introduced me to In Flames? No. Me. Me. You did. Yes. yes. Which yeah. uh which album did I did I get you hooked on? Oh god. I don't I don't know the names of their albums. I just know that this was going back through and listening to their albums, this is probably yeah. my favorite. Well so, definitely um I th- uh I think it was Down Wicked and uh No Good. Okay. No, no. it wasn't that like was yeah, it a that, well, that was Oh, it was uh, Rusted Nail Battles. Battles. That's a good song. Okay, it was Battles. It was Battles. There you go. So I'm new to In Flames, but I'm retroactively saying that their 2000 album is my favorite. Nice. They have a lot of wonderful albums. Um, So yeah, but Clayman, great album, but not didn't make my list for those those reasons. So okay. Unser, what's your number two? Uh, you guys hit all of mine. Um, so nice work, you guys. Okay, uh, we try. Way to, way to be dicks about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lincoln Park, Disturbed, and Papa Roach, man. Those are my, my three. So. Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, I just told you. Lincoln Park, Disturbed. Papa there weren't Roach. any other bands okay. from that era. 
That's no the only, only time. No, I mean, uh, there was a lot of great music out there, but I know you guys are going to talk more about them. So, um, you know, you just let us guys. roll. Go to town on this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I, just, I just take notes of crap I need to be <laughs> listening to. That, that's fair. So, anytime. Okay. But, yeah. Well, so, let's go to carry the number on. one then. Stat. No, I, oh, wait, I still have, have my notes. number two. That's right. Okay. So. And and actually, my number two is a tie. Oh. So, um, it it absolutely is a tie. I can't pick between these two. So that's I'm cheating. So okay. I'm giving you my top four. But um, my two spot is tied with LD fifty by Mudvayne and the height of callousness from Spine Shank. Synthetic is on that out that that album, right? Yes. Yep. And that's my favorite Spine Shank album. Um, it's oh, more industrial so. metal. The New Disease um, is a great song. That is another album for me that I can listen to start to finish, and I don't have to skip a song. Um, and LD50 is pretty close to that. Um, that was yep. Mudvayne's first album. No. Well, was it their, their first, first like, quote-unquote studio album. They had studio they had album, yes. And, like, demos and stuff like that before that. Yes. But... Um, First time I saw the video yeah. for Dig, I, my mind was blown. I was Me like, too. what the fuck is this? <laughs> I remember the first time I saw um, them in a club show, and I was, like, mesmerized because I'm like – because at the time, Chad, he had that really long goatee, and he would just take it on stage, and he'd, like, fling it around and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell is this? Dude, there, he was wearing his black yeah. and white striped overalls. Painted I mean, his face, and it was – silver and... yep they all had their painted faces i mean yep. it was cool I, uh, yeah especially for an impressionable 20 year old kid so, it was awesome yes yeah absolutely. it explained all the angst so i love yes. both of those uh and actually that album you know mm. it's got death blooms and uh under my skin trying to think of another one under my skin is another big one yep so, and I mean, obviously, Dig. Dig was the song yeah, that got us into Mudvayne, but it's probably not my favorite Mudvayne song by any means. But every time I hear it, it's, I mean, it brings me back to I the remember 2000. My, my roommate so. in college, Doug, he was very much a country guy, um, maybe some of the top 20, you know, kind of pop top 20 uh, stuff. And I remember. Every once in a while, he'd come back to the dorm, and he'd walk in, and I'd be listening to music, and I would have Dig, and he thought he, – he hated it. He absolutely hated metal. He did not like <laughs> any of it, but he thought one of the most amazing screams was Mudvayne's Dig at the very beginning. And I go, yeah, it's pretty much uh, accurate. Like when you uh, – when you see him live and they just he starts screaming like that, it just amps the crowd up and everything goes nuts. And uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So. So we won't we won't dwell on both. The, well, spine shank. So you like spine shank just as much I do. as I do. I think absolutely. Um, I remember buying that album in two thousand at the local CD store or record store in Lebanon, Missouri. And uh, I'm kind of surprised they had it back then, but 
Um, I had, again, not heard anything off of it and uh, decided to pick it up. And, dude, I absolutely fell in love with that album. So, yeah, it did. It was like, it was unlike anything I'd heard until then. So, it was, Spine Shanks, like you you mentioned earlier, it's a industrial sound. So, liken them to kind of the Fear Factory and, because Fear Factory was the same general era. And then you've got, you know, your Nine Inch Nails, but it's nowhere like Nine Inch Nails, but more industrial type stuff. No. But I remember the first time I saw them in the club show, it was like in February. It was with a guy named Kyle Holtman. Skogs knows this guy. <laughs> they went to high school together. Anyway, uh, it was like an ice storm. And we were debating because we were coming from Ames uh, down to Des Moines to go to Super Toad for that show. And we were like, do we even go? Because it was really icy out and whatnot. And we're like, no, fuck it. Let's go. And uh, we were sliding around all over the interstate. But it just so happened that it happened to be a really great show. And at the end, they did a big meet and greet with the band. And so we got their autographs and pictures taken and all that kind of stuff. So, um, And it was for That's pretty awesome. the Hyde Collisness uh, tour. So the, I, I just remember it. Pretty okay. vividly um, as a show that, and it all of these shows were in small club shows, small clubs, um, and I think that's the one thing that I take away the most about 2000 is because a, a majority of the shows that I went to that particular year was all in really small venues, like a thousand people or less, and there was a couple festivals or arena shows that I did that year, but for me. Going to a club show beats any arena show any day because you're so much you're absolutely you're just agree, so much 100%. closer to the band. Yep. You know, you're pretty much no matter where you're at, you're in the pit and you just get a better sense and better feel of the music, the band, the the crowd from being in a club show. And I'll I'll go to a club show yep. over an arena show any day. So, yeah. I would agree with that. So, so bring us back to number one here. Let's. Uh, what I already know what it's going to be. Unser knows what it's going to be. Um, but go ahead and tell us what your number okay, one is for two thousand. Deftones, White Pony, absolutely. Yep. Oh I knew man, it. Yeah. isn't that weird? I'm blown away. Way. But <laughs> I know. So crazy. We we knew it. We but saw that coming Passenger a mile away. Is the greatest song that has ever been created by a human or two humans, and Chino and Maynard together uh, create one of the most beautiful metal songs that's ever been produced. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. When when that album was first released, I didn't know what the hell to think because it was quite a deviation from Adrenaline and Around the Fur, and so you know, and I like the as an album. Yeah, I like around the it fur flows better, differently. But but a lot of bands yeah. of that particular era, their third album was of regardless of which band, new metal band you talk about, the third album was always the one where it's like they kind of break away because the second album they're always trying to up the first one and. You're trying to do better Correct. and go yeah. harder and heavier than, than the first one that you did. But then it's always that third album where they, they like, oh, we're getting a little bit older. Let's get a little bit more creative. And Slipknot did it. A lot I mean, of Corn did it. did it. I Absolutely. Mean, and so yeah. 
I think that's the reason why White Pony stands out. So when I first heard it, I was like, what the hell is this? I, I, it wasn't as heavy. It definitely didn't do as much screaming. That's when Chino learned to play the guitar. And it very much it was so. more artistic. And it was a stoner album. And so I think that's one of the reasons why I love White Pony is because it differentiated themselves from itself from the previous two albums that were released. And so, uh, yeah, no, White Pony, unequivocally, definitely the best album of 2000, in my opinion. And I, th- I think my favorite song on that album would be probably a tie between Elite and Change in yeah. the House of Flies. But that's just me. So, so I love Passenger. Don't get me wrong. I love Passenger. But those two songs for me are a little more deft tones. I, I agree so. with that. I think if I was to pick a second favorite song from that album, number five, Street Carp, is I remember when I heard that song the first time live, I hadn't really listened to that song on the album, but then they played it live. And for whatever reason, it struck me. It hit me in a different way live than it ever hit me from listening to it on the album. So then I looked it back up after the show and went and listened to street carp. And then I'm like, Jesus, this song is fucking awesome. So I think street carp is my number two favorite song on that album. And then, uh, digital bath is number three. So yeah, that's, that's my breakdown of white pony. It's uh, the best album, in my opinion, of 2000. And, Unser, do you have anything to add to that? Or oh, are no. Are still no, taking notes? I completely notes? agree with that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. I'm listening. For, okay, I'm just making sure you're still alive. The coronavirus. Corona hasn't alive. kicked yet. in yet. So, not yet. Give it time. Give it just time. Just a couple days. Um. On a on a side note, there's a there's a bar here in Springfield that's doing uh, a bottle of Corona and a flu shot for five bucks. And for those that don't know, a flu shot is Jaeger and Red Bull, so it's a good deal. It's a it's a hell of a deal. That is but, a good uh, deal, actually. So for me, I have to disagree and say that the best album for two thousand is going to be Hollywood in the Shadow of the Valley of Death. I knew you were going to pick Manson. it. I know you were. I, I, you got me figured out. But, um, again, for me, every single song on that album kind of just, it, it has its ebbs and flows. It uh, It starts off heavy and gets soft and then goes heavy again and then goes soft. I mean, I just love everything about it. So um, I remember being a freshman in college and getting that that album at the uh, – uh, what mm-hmm. is it? The student bookstore there. That was back when they sold yep. CDs and all kinds of crap that you could charge <laughs> to your parents. So uh, – Guilty. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah, I I apologize, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's got the love song, the fight song, say, disposable teens, target audience. I mean, in the shadow valley the of death. See, um, disposable teens. The nobodies. nobodies yeah. My my. Two. Born again, coma black. 
I mean, it's just absolutely chock full of yeah. fantastic songs. No, that... I agree with you. I mean, it's it it's a good album. I think it's my favorite is Marilyn really? Manson album. So, yeah, it 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 is, and it could be because of because of the nostalgia for me. But uh, as far as songs go and albums go, it just kind of hits all of the is, qualifiers for so me. What do you think is a so. heavier album, uh, Hollywood or Mechanical Animals? Yeah, Hollywood. And then what about? Mecha- Mechanical Animals was more pop. Yeah, metal, because Dope shows almost. on that one, and you know, yeah, it yep. uh, it definitely got a lot of play on TRL on MTV and shit like. That. Hollywood was dark. I mean, it was a dark out, and I even have uh, Guns, God, and Government Government Tour uh, the sure uh, concert on DVD. And there's a bunch of this from that album on there, and that just made me fall in love with it more. I didn't get to see Marilyn Manson until the past, I don't know, five, First six time years. I saw Marilyn so, Manson was with Slipknot um, when they came in, I want to say, 2016. Yeah. Really? Okay. I got to see him at the Brady in Tulsa. It was a lower bowl only show. They didn't sell the upper, and uh, it was phenomenal. So... Um, and then I just got to see him in Springfield at the Shrine Mosque, and it was horrible because the Shrine Mosque sucks. But yeah. he was good. But he was also wheeling around on a scooter because he broke his leg. On I the had. Tour, it, so. I, I've never seen a show um, at the Shrine Mosque. Really? It's not worth Don't it. Don't waste your it's money. Is that bad? It, no. Is it awful. because of the acoustics no. awful, or the awful. setup? Yep. Uh, yes. Both. Yeah. Bad setup. Bad acoustics. Where did we it's, see it's Miss May I yeah. and it's, We it's Came pretty as bad. Romans? That was that was at the Outland Ballroom. Yeah, and that aside from the fact awesome. that it yeah. feels like the the floor is going to cave in, entire <laughs> second floor is. Going What's to amazing cave in. is is that you've seen one show there and you know that it's. I've been to a lot of shows there, and every show the floor feels like it's yeah. going to, it's like, this is the one, yep. this is the Dude, one where the floor is going to get, no, it absolutely happen, so. will. Because yep. I remember like when it, you know, Miss May, I really started getting into their set and there was the double kick going. And I just remember going like, yeah, I don't feel safe here. It's a little wobbly underneath me. Yep. You no, as the, as the shows progress, <laughs> yeah, you move back towards the bar a little bit. And, uh, by the end of the show, you're back by the bar. That was a fun I mean, show. You absolutely are. There. And holding, but yeah, no, it's a great venue. So I've seen a lot of good shows. Yeah. There. No, it was definitely an awesome, awesome show, so, and I'm glad that, that we did but, there. We went to that. So, so Manson, Manson wins my number one overall for that year. Um, if I had to pick some albums from 2000 that were influential in my life that didn't make the cut. Um, they were just barely, I mean, they barely missed, uh, cold, That's a good one. 13 ways to bleed on stage mm-hmm. was a huge one for me. Um, as well as, uh, I know it was their kind of their last yes. album, rage against the machine renegades. Yeah. So I like that one. Not as much, but so like for one. me, you know, taproot, that's kind of a, a band that, 
Yeah. Absolutely. Gift. I don't know. Yep. They really flew under the radar, and I don't know if they actually ever I, – I don't they know did. if you could have actually say that they ever, quote-unquote, ever really made it. I mean, they, ha- they had some really they great didn't. singles. They had some very they had much a very so, especially from a vocal sound. perspective, but they never really hit it. But one yeah. band that a lot of people absolutely love and um, – you know, is from Sepultura to Soulfly uh, to the Calavera, Cavalera Conspiracy or whatever is Soulfly. Um, and, yep, Primitive. Yeah. And primitive. so actually that particular year, this is another concert story going back to Cedar Rapids. This is the first and only time I ever saw Pantera live. That was for the Reinventing the Steel tour. They're very, an album that we haven't, mentioned you know but it came out in 2000 um i love pantera i did not love reinventing the steel but i knew i had to go see them so just so happened that nothing face morbid angel and soulfly were opening for pantera that particular show i bought a pantera or excuse me i bought a soul opposed to a pantera shirt because I was supposed to see Pantera really? at another summer festival in Des Moines. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to see Pantera in the next show. So I'm just going to go ahead and buy the Soulfly show because they're not going to be at that outdoor festival. So I bought Soulfly, Primitive. And there's a lot of great, great singles from that one. So you got Boom, you got Jump the Fuck Up featuring Corey Taylor. Great songs, great albums. And that's probably one yeah. of my all-time favorite Soulfly albums. But the thing that pisses I think it's me their off best album. is that show that Pantera was supposed to play in Des Moines didn't happen because the Des Moines City Council didn't approve their liquor license because at the time, back in 2000, Pantera was too heavy and they were going to disturb the neighborhood in this outside venue or whatever. And so they denied him. So what did I do? I got so mad that I wrote the Des Moines Register and an editorial about my disgust for the (laughs) um, city council denying the liquor license and it got published. <laughs> yes. And I remember Did it really? People, people like my parents' <laughs> friends and and people from all over, they're like, Hey, I read your uh your editorial in the Des Moines Register about not letting Pantera play. That was very well written. Uh you made a lot of really good points. And I'm like, Yeah, because I was fucking pissed. I wanted to see Pantera and I didn't get a tour shirt. And it just so happens that that was the last tour that pantera ever did before they broke up and then they formed a uh, damage plan and then fucking uh Dimebag was shot and killed and so then they never reunited and now vinnie paul's dead and now they can't now hell yeah's all up in the arms and now i don't know what the fuck to do so pantera is completely done for me <laughs> well at least you're not bitter that's fine but it all comes full circle and i've Anyway, I wish I would have been able to see Pantera one more time. I wish I wouldn't have bought the Soulfly shirt, even though I'm glad that I still bought the Soulfly shirt and I still have it. But Jesus, really? I mean, I'm just going to throw this out here, and obviously it doesn't make up for the emotional response that you have (laughs) with that story. Did I get emotional? Um, 
a little bit. Uh, but I mean, you can you can go on Amazon and buy a Pantera shirt. Like, it's no problem. not the same because you so, weren't it's not there. Not the same. You have to. Not I'm, the same. You can still buy one. No, you can. But every single tour shirt that I have, I went to that particular show, and I have a story. I have a takeaway from that particular show, and I have like thirty plus shirts, and I have a lot of really great bands. One of my all time favorite shirts that I have is a Cold Chamber shirt from 2000 and I will never give this shirt up because it brings back so many memories and Cold Chamber is no longer a band and so anyway it's that's my thing about uh, concert t-shirts is it tells a story so you have to buy it there at the venue and if you buy one yeah. online yes you can you absolutely can yeah no I just looked but it up different. they've got a lot it's different <laughs> Although didn't didn't I buy you a slip? No, you did, but I saw that tour though. I saw the tour. I wasn't at the show okay. with you, but you're okay. right. Because you're right. you you I were watching, watching Chevelle Disturbed, which actually that was a yeah. really good show. Yes. Yeah, I, bet I was, was with Skogs Chevelle's again. We have to awesome. mention Skogs in every single episode. Yeah, I know. So shout out to Skogs There it is. Shout out to Skogs <laughs> So and and shout out to yeah Jansen. and Jansen's probably to traveling up to Minnesota so. Wisconsin right now <laughs> listening going what the fuck are you guys talking about I don't even know any of these bands now as soon as yeah. as soon as you hit Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit I'm pretty sure he turned yeah. off <laughs> like that was it that's where he's about he was there probably going done. so. <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna have some. Didn't quite. Make oh my gosh! You guys are not done. Honorable that mentions. Was that was I no. was done, but I guess that's not. <laughs> Carry on. Solid two. Uh, hours. I'm not done. What about Kill Switch Engage? Oh yeah, Kill Their Switch. Obviously, yes, Kill Switch. I I figured you would like Kill Switch. Yeah, Lamb of God, but that's New not American one that Gospel. I listen to frequently, but yes. I would agree with that. That's why. It, it didn't. It was honorable yep. mention in the fact that it was way down the list. Um, so for those that don't listen to metal, I do oh have four albums that came out in two thousand. that I really like. Um, no, but albums that were big at the time that I listened to a lot. Uh, um, yeah. The Marshall Mathers LP from Eminem. Um, it was on the radio quite a bit. I bought. You know it. the trailer I park the girls album. that go around the outside, um, around the outside. I have a really yeah, good story about Unser dancing that in downtown Des Moines at a bar to that movie, but I won't tell that story right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll tell it on the next oh, episode, <laughs> which is pretty normal for me. Though. Um, <laughs> a big album from two thousand. Would have been the better life. And okay. Three Doors Down. I don't know. Nope. So I'm not a big Three Doors Down fan, but I I've did seen them, see like, them three in times. concert with my wife. Um, well, we we went because Seether opened, and she wanted to see Seether, and uh, they opened, which was completely was weird, that when they had the single Fine Down, again? But um, I don't know. Yeah, we saw them at the Brady, definitely. so we were in Tulsa. Um, and I'll tell you what, Three Doors yeah. Down puts on a hell of a show. 
they 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 it's do it right. They put on a good show. Um, but the better life had kryptonite, which yeah. was obviously a big song. In I saw them with seven guests. So, um, but yeah. that's a Very, weird combination. That's weird. a weird combo. And Iowa State. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that makes more sense. I was there. Um, these last two are actually bands that I really like. I know I listen to a lot of metal, but these two bands kind of have a place in my heart. Um, Eve Six, I like Horoscope, that, that, yes, came I, out in 2000. I agree with you there. Um, I really dig those guys. Um, and then this band, uh, I love this album. I actually got to see them last year for the first time. They were kind of on my bucket list. Um our Lady Peace, Spiritual Machines, um, totally not metal, totally I never got of what into we've them. been talking about the whole night, but uh, I love Our Lady Peace. They're from Canada. Um, Clumsy came out, uh, what, 98, 99. Spiritual Machines came out a year later. Um, it had a lot of good hits on it. I just, they're good. They're a feel good if you want to listen to some rock and have a feel good moment, listen to Our Lady Peace. Um, okay, they're they're a good time. Our Eve Six, maybe not Eve Six, and make you think about your. See, um, I like Eve Six because they had but, Up on uh, the Roof and whatnot on that album. Yeah, they had a. I, so Eve Six for me, they have like several songs on each album that I absolutely love, um, but I don't love the whole album. The whole album's kind of off. But they, there's like three or four songs on each album that I really like. But Horoscope was a good album for I them. Agree. Um, so for those that have been listening, if you if you go to the link that we're going to post for the uh, playlist, uh, Our Lady Peace, Eve Six, Eminem, Three Doors mm. Down will not be on that playlist. It's going to be all metal. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't check them out if you like something a little less like heavy. Skogs or Jansen. So and. Well, Skogs will like half the songs that we mentioned. Um, Jansen will like none of them. But, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some other songs on there from bands that we did not discuss that had influential albums that were a little heavier from 2000. So it's it's worth a listen if you want to get to it. Like Do I said, it. it's like four hours, though. So it's, it's a good, it's a no, good it's uh, playlist, I feel like. I took a lot... I, I took a lot of time and uh, effort to make it, so hopefully more than the work just that us went three into listening it. to it. It is but. really solid, and I would recommend everybody check it out. And for those who were metal fans in 2000, it's it'll take you back in time. It's a it's very solid. It's very very oh, it, solid. Oh, it definitely so will. Check it out. And no, thank you for putting that together. That's awesome. And. It's going to, yeah, it'll cover, you know, we, we glossed over uh, Taproot and, you know, uh, Kill Switch, and they've got songs on there. So, it'll I mean, it it, it'll bring everybody absolutely kind of back into well, that. Very band. good. So, this was a very solid night. Yeah, so all around. Good job. Good job, guys. Had a good time. Yeah, I'm still are you with, with us. us on... Unser, nope, are you still, still with here. us? I've been working on some drawings okay. that I've been. Um... Oh, Don't do drawings. You should be taking you, notes, you just, man. Y'all blabber on a lot. Okay. Are you doing watercolors? Are you doing watercolors as well? I'm actually doing uh, 
Uh, yeah, I was just going to say paint by number. Paint by number? I was just no. going to say that. <laughs> I'm actually doing uh, these, like, using numbers to create Count. Uh, different, uh, like, animal characters. I was going to show my son that. So Wow. Um, super exciting. I know. Okay. Um, but, yep. That goes with the well, water. Ironically, the first one is an owl. And do you know what number stat that they use Who? to make the owl? 63. So, 63. Right there. So that's, that's a shout out for you. About. All right. Well, the last uh, thing we need to discuss Thanks. before we finally get off the air. Um, and I can, uh, yeah, go to bed. Um, yeah, what what you were going to do next? So what are you guys thinking? I got a. Yeah, well, random. I, well I th- I you got to randomize it. And I came up with one, but I was worried you did it. So I came up with another one. Um, and the two that popped up on there, the first one was 2005. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think we've done that one, right? No, yeah. we haven't done that. I'm good with that. All right. No, so it's a little bit away from 2000. Uh, yeah, I haven't really got a bunch in the 90s. It doesn't seem to be popping up on there. Um, so we might have to find one in there that we can do. Um, but let's let's do 2005. I think that's a good one. 2000. A lot of, a lot of good music on there. Make yeah, sure 2005 you guys, sounds uh, good. Try to hit that link and get that uh, uh, Apple playlist because definitely worth a listen. Let us know if it works. So if we do, we're doing it. I think so. had some taproot there. Stat. Forever, forever. It might have actually. Back. Now that you yeah. say that. Exactly. Yep. Okay. That's kind of what I was. We thinking. got some stuff. Oh. 2005. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, 2005 would be a good one. You're a good one. So. Hi ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you have to get up early tomorrow, and I don't. Yeah, I, I actually do have to go to work. 2005 should have System of a Down and some other good stuff in there. So, some so which would have been right around me, that so. time. And and. And that'd be like the introduction of like, I don't know who was back. Dude. Who was back in two thousand five? Yeah. Gojira, Gojira uh, from Mars to yeah. Sirius. Well, I think came out in two thousand five. That's, that's something to yeah. look forward to. Yeah, so. okay. be a, it'll, it'll, it should be a. Fun it's going to be a good year. It'll be a good year. I started playing poker in Tino's. I have stories sure on that one too. Well, I'm sure go. there's a story behind that one. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, there's probably more than one. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, good job, boys. Uh, yet again, Stat, welcome back. I'm sorry that that you were in the hospital and weren't able. Hey, to, thanks for uh, having me this week. That, yeah, how's your uh, mini episode that we had? Um, yeah, but I'm that... glad they got that removed. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was working, so and I and I think I'm going to add a segment work in occasionally. Just what I'm cooking in the Instapot. That's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I think I'm going to try some wings next time. By the way, wings just. So, make sure you make sure so, you turn in your man card do before you do it. So, so. enjoy your six hours of smoking your ribs, and I'll be eating my second slab in forty-five minutes. So, deal with that. But all right, well, uh, right. two thousand five—that's our next one. Appreciate it, and we'll uh, especially to the. Thanks end. for everybody that listened. We appreciate you. If you want to give us uh, an all five, so on funny there, I farted. If you I want to give us less than five stars, uh, don't bother. <laughs> So. We apologize for that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every every five star review helps us a lot. All right, so we boys. Appreciate it. All right. All right.
right. Yep. Have a good night. Talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.